the first segment of the ayah, and take the route of af. The scholars have given several opinions. Let's look at the most important ones. When discussing this segment of the ayah, they say that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, when he established the religion of Islam in the Arabian Peninsula, and when the religion of Islam was born within the holy city of Mecca, it began to spread to the Bedouins around Mecca and elsewhere in the Arabian Peninsula. And obviously those guys, the Bedouins, they weren't civilized. They had no civilization. They grew up with camels and goats. And they didn't have manners. So the way they spoke, the way they interacted, the way they dealt was different. One of them comes to speak to the prophet and he holds the prophet from his beard. He pulls him and he starts speaking in his ears. One of the companions comes. He says, Ya Rasulullah, what is this guy doing? What does he think he's doing? Rasulullah says, this is a Bedouin ritual. When someone comes to speak to another, when a leader comes to speak to another leader, he grabs him by the beard. He meant no disrespect to me. So we ought to overlook this. Or they didn't know how to seek permission. When walking into someone's home, they didn't know how to seek permission. So they would just open the door of the house of Rasulullah and barge in. They also didn't know that they must call Rasulullah by his title, not his name. He's the last messenger of God. So there ought to call on to him with his title, or the messenger of God. They didn't know this. They would call him, Ya Muhammad, Ukhruj ilayna, come to us. The Prophet would be resting in the middle of the night. They come to him, Ya Muhammad, come. Ya Muhammad, open the door, we want to come in. They're Bedouins, you can't tell them don't come in. They would be upset. So Allah says, Ya Rasulullah, khud Be kind to them. They don't know any better. Meaning what? Meaning, oh the Messenger of God, and the Muslim community obviously, all together, those guys, they didn't choose when they're, where they're going to be born. They didn't choose, he didn't choose who his father is going to be. He didn't choose that he's going to live with cattle, sheep, and camels in the middle of the desert. He was born in this family and that's how he has his, this, this upbringing. He doesn't know any better. You have to give him time and discipline them and give them a chance. And then you see the results. And indeed, this is one of the most beautiful messages that the Quran gives to the leadership of society. That look, this child that you find him, for example, in what we call the ghettos. He doesn't know any better. Don't expect him to act like the kid that's born, for example, in Manhattan. He's born in a wealthy family to wealthy parents. 
He doesn't have any trouble in his family. He goes to good schools, graduates, goes to a good university, ends up with a good job. Versus a child that's living in the slums. His father is, for example, a labor worker, barely has ends meet, lives in the middle of crime and drugs and alcohol. But the message of the ayah says, give them a chance. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator, he doesn't look at people's appearance. He doesn't look at my title. He doesn't look at my bank account. He doesn't look at my suit. He doesn't look at my shoes. He doesn't look at the car I drive. Inna Allah la yanzuru li suwarina. Inna Allah la yanzuru li suwarikum. Bal yanzuru ila qulubikum. Allah looks at our hearts. True? And when Allah looks at those hearts, sometimes the purest, most innocent hearts are there in the middle of the ghettos. And that's indeed what happened. When Rasulullah gave those people a chance, the impoverished, the poor, the Bedouins, they became those companions that carried the religion of Islam to the next generation. They fought next to Rasulullah. They defended the religion of Islam. They were the ones that then later on built the homes of the next impoverished generation of the Muslims. They were the ones that went with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam to Shi'ab Abu Talib. They were the ones that stayed as his loyal companions. 